I would say that it is okay to fail. It's okay to mess up. It'll be okay. And, and that's something that I've learned. And unfortunately, you need that struggle period to then grow more as a person. Welcome to the Wear, Wag, Repeat podcast. I'm Tori Mystic. As a dog mom lifestyle expert, blogger, and business owner, I love talking to other women in the pet industry and sharing their advice with you every week. Sit, stay, and listen to the latest episode. In this episode, I am talking to Esther Salata, the founder of Benesafe Solutions. She created a product that safely kills mosquitoes in your backyard while keeping you, your pets, and the environment safe. It was important to her to use natural plant-based ingredients. This is where her background in biology came in handy to find what ingredients would be really effective and the regulations around different pesticides. In addition to her own findings, Esther found mosquito labs and reached out to professors to see who would be able to help her conduct a scientific study of her product. She explains why this kind of efficacy data was needed to justify the business. Benesafe turned out to be more effective than the leading competitor, so I would say that that study was definitely worth it. Running a minority woman-owned business all by herself, Esther has to play the part of marketing, sales, distribution, website development, social media management, and everything else that it takes to start and grow a business. She shared with me some of the struggles of being a one-woman operation. Her advice is to embrace your struggles and failures because they mean you're taking a risk and you can't grow without taking some risks. I love that advice, but before I hit play on the interview, I want to mention real quick that Black Friday is coming up. And this year, apparently that Friday is about 10 days long. I'm going to be doing a special promotion with two of my favorite email marketing tools, ConvertKit and Liz Wilcox's email marketing membership will both have special offers. And anyone who signs up for those through my partner links will get access to exclusive bonuses from me. Make sure that you are on my email list. Just go to wherewagrepeat.com or tap the link in any of my social media bios and you will see places to sign up. Now, if email marketing isn't your thing, what is your problem? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) If email marketing isn't your thing, I will also have a roundup of other great deals on business and pet parenting goodies. So make sure that you are on my email list so you get all of the links. Esther Salata is the owner and founder of Benesafe Solutions. She had a mosquito problem in her backyard in Columbus, Ohio, and she wanted to find a safe treatment for those pesky bugs while keeping her dog, Benny, safe. So in 2021, she created Benesafe Solutions to manufacture and sell plant-based insect control sprays that are safe for people, pets, and the environment. Unlike other common products, their solutions are created without harsh chemicals. 
Esther's goal is to be the next household backyard bug spray brand that people turn to when treating their property. Hi, Esther. Hi, Corey. Thanks for having me on today. Yeah, welcome. I, I'm excited to talk to you. Um, and after you emailed me, I wrote back, like, you must be a mind reader because <laughs> I feel like I have the worst mosquito problem in my backyard. And it's like so frustrating because I want to be out there with the dogs and hanging out, but I feel like I'm, I get a million bites. I feel like they're flying around the dog's faces. Yes. So I'm so happy (laughs) that you reached out for personal reasons. (laughs) I read your mind. (laughs) Yeah, I appreciate it. Um, so, so tell us a little bit about how you decided to create this. Um, Mm -hmm. it seems, it seems kind of like a big undertaking because, um, you know, there's formulas involved and all of this k- kind of different stuff and some chemistry and yes. all that kind of stuff. Um, why did you decide to kind of take <laughs> the steps to make this a business? And did you have any kind of background in that kind of stuff before you started? Yeah. So um, I ask myself that every day, Tori, <laughs> why did I start this? <laughs> but uh, my background, my educational background and, and career background has been in environmental science and conservation. So I've always been outside um, studying plants, animals, ecology, and, you know, um, as a consumer now having something that's sustainable that I apply around my house is really important. And I consider myself a mosquito magnet. I'm sure you do too. And um, what the idea came about because I was sitting in my backyard with my friends and we kept getting bitten by mosquitoes and then went to the local store because what we were using, which was personal sprays and other devices, they weren't working. So went to local hardware stores and looked at what was available to treat our whole backyard. And we looked at the ingredients. I looked at the ingredients and said, you know, this isn't something I want to use around Benny, but also around bees, around, you know, the squirrels that are in our yard, you know, around, around me also. So, um, kind of frustrated with that, went home and started researching what products were out there. And unfortunately there weren't a lot of products out there that, um, were natural products. So that's when like the idea came to be, but, really didn't start the business until a few months later when I was laid off from my job. So with my um, background being in science, you know, chemistry is something that I am familiar with. Also doing a lot of research is something that I've done, you know, with my education. So the first step is researching the heck out of what's out there and also regulations and rules on what Um, natural products can be used for pesticide spray like this. Interesting. So what kind of ingredients did you end up deciding would be effective for this? Yeah. So our two main ingredients, well, our number one ingredient that does the killing and repelling of mosquitoes, fleas, and ticks is cedarwood oil. Um, It's something that's been used for a long time, but is not using a lot of Uh, products that are out there because of the cost cedarwood oil is actually pretty expensive but we figured we want to create a product that has effective and safe ingredients and if cedarwood oil is something that is safe and effective like let's use that we also use citronella oil too because that is something that more people recognize as a repellent that does do the um, repelling of those bugs 
Yeah. I mean, for the cost, you know, how much money have I wasted on stuff that doesn't work? Um, So if you had something that was safe and actually did work, it would be worth it. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like when I went to those hardware stores, there were products that, you know, said that they would solve the problem and that were very cheap, but it's like the cost is cheap, but what is the environmental and health costs associated with buying that product? Um, and that's, that's something that I want to encourage people to consider when buying these things. Yeah. Is- well, especially, you know, with our dogs, like mm-hmm. if they're sniffing this stuff and interacting with it, getting it on their paws and then licking their paws, yes, they could get really sick or it could lead to like terminal illnesses, which, um, you know, could cost you your dog's life, but also could cost you a lot of vet bills. Exactly. <laughs> later. Yeah. So mm-hmm. all around, um, you know, I just encourage people to check the ingredients of what they're using around their pets, their yard, because when it rains, where does everything that you apply in your yard go, you know, in your local waterways? And how is that affecting your waterways, which eventually is the water that we get to drink, you know, right? Um, let's try to use something more sustainable to, to treat this problem. Yeah, that's such a good point. Yeah, I, I think that people don't necessarily consider that it's all connected. <laughs> yeah, and you should be a little bit more thoughtful about what you're putting outside. Exactly, and and again, like my background in conservation, environmental education, environmental science, is is really what drives me towards, or it, it's what drove me towards creating this product. Like this is a solution to these problems. Yeah. So tell us about the actual product um, and and what kind of applications you have available. Yeah. So right now we have an outdoor yard and garden spray. Down the line, we hope to make more products, um, you know, personal sprays, those kinds of things. But um, right now we started with a yard and garden spray because that's what sparked our idea. You attach your hose to the sprayer and it can treat up to 5,000 square feet in under five minutes. So it's an easy DIY solution um, that people can spray on their patios, their decks, their landscaping, mulch beds, all over their backyard. So it's safe to spray on all of your plants and trees and all of that kind of stuff. So you just kind of spray everything. <laughs> yeah, you want to definitely spray everything and create a barrier um, for your area that you're yeah. hanging out in. Um so that mosquitoes almost like look at your house as like a little biodome of do not enter. Yes, mosquitoes, fleas, and ticks. And we recently got our product tested with a local university that did a blind study of our product with um, other natural leading brands as well as synthetic brands. And our product actually outcompeted the natural brands that are on the market right now. And it had the same efficacy, which was 100% mortality of mosquito larvae as the synthetic brand. So now we could say like our product is as potent as a synthetic product. However, our product has these ingredients that aren't going to have, you know, negative effects on the environment, your pets, yourselves. Since it's plant-based, it's just kind of like going back into the earth. Yes. And it's, it has no, um. Yeah, it won't kill fish and other things like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so I know we're talking about this and it's like almost winter, <laughs> which is not really mosquito <laughs> season, but it's never too soon to plan for next year. Mm-hmm. So is this something, um, you know, I, I 
unfortunately done a lot of research <laughs> around mosquitoes and mosquito larvae and all this stuff. So do you want to do this early in the season and then keep applying it? Or what is the best way to use it? So the best way to use it is, of course, during your peak seasons, which is spring and summer, and then part of fall. Um, like last week in October here, we had mosquitoes. I was wearing shorts outside. This week, I'm wearing a winter coat. So it's it's hard to figure it out. But when the temperatures are consistently above 50 degrees um, in the spring, when you do see that insect activity, that's when you kind of want to start your spraying. And um, the directions are to spray twice within the first three to 10 days to fully kill the life cycle of the pest. And then you want to continue spraying based on the problem. Now, this should last four to six weeks. Depends on a lot of things like the weather conditions. If there's a heavy rain, you might want to reapply after. In terms of time of day, you want to apply when it's not the hottest part of the day. Because if you apply it when it's really hot, it immediately, you know, evaporates from your surfaces. Um, So applying it in the evening is best so that it can sit there overnight and then um, be more effective. And it's safe for your dogs to be outside as you're applying it or immediately afterward? What do you advise? Yeah, so you can let your dogs and kids run out after you apply. Um, You know, while you're applying, we just recommend, you know, keeping your dogs inside. I've had people who did apply with their dogs outside, and that's fine as long as you're not, you know, this is not to be applied directly on the dog. Yes. You don't want your child. dog, <laughs> the kind of dog that's like trying to drink the hose and yeah. run around. You don't want that to happen. No. So that's why I say it's best to keep your dogs and your kids inside, apply, and then they can come outside. Come outside afterward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you mentioned that you were working with the university to do this blind study. Mm-hmm. How did you go about researching like how to do that? Cause that, that seems like something that would be hard to figure out because so many of these things are like non-disclosures and we can't tell you where we do our testing. And, you know, it, it just seems kind of like a big secret. Um, yeah. so how did you figure that out? So I definitely can't say who we did the testing with, um, in terms of figuring out what testing would be best. What I did was I researched, you know, mosquito labs, and because um, they have the things that we want to test on <laughs> and then reached out to the professors and, and saw which one could help us do this kind of research. And um, yeah, that's how we kind of figured it out. And I know yeah. it's so secretive. I don't want to, I don't want you to like say anything you're not allowed to say. Um, but I think that's why I'm so curious about all these all the testing because it is so secretive. Yeah. I mean, it's not a secret. Like I have, it's published on our website, like the graph with the, with the data as a scientist, like this is something that was needed to justify the business, you know, going to different retailers. And uh, we also send a, sell a landscape concentrate spray for landscape companies. The first thing they ask is, do you have efficacy data? So um, this is something that we needed to get, and, and we were really excited to to do this study and get yeah. the information. Yeah, no, that, that, that's wonderful. Um, and so you just you know you just mentioned that you are selling to some landscaping companies, and I know you're also in some retailers. So mm-hmm. how are you kind of as a as a new business? Yes. Um, how do you kind of um, prioritize? You know, trying to get people to buy on directly on your own website versus, you know, trying to do the wholesale thing? So um, 
I'm working on that currently. So I'm trying to prioritize getting in front of retailers, but I almost feel like social media is what drives our direct website sales, but also social media is how these retailers see us too. So, you know, I'm shooting emails, I'm calling people, but at the end of the day, they kind of want to see who your brand, like what your brand is about. And, um, and I believe like, I can't just do one without doing the other. It's kind of like you have to do both to, um, to grow your business, even yeah. though one is more profitable and you should be spending more time on one. At the end of the day, you need to somehow figure out a way to do both still. Which one do you feel is more profitable? Right now, it's our online sales through our website. Mm -hmm. However, once we get more retail accounts, that will be more profitable. Yeah. Once it scales, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, because you were right. We were talking before we hit record. It's just... It's hard selling through your own website because um, are you personally <laughs> shipping stuff out? Yeah, so I am marketing, I'm sales, I'm distribution, I'm networking, I'm website development, social media management. Yeah, I, I am, you know, one person business right now. I'm very proud of, you know, where we've come, but, um, you know, it's hard for sure. Yeah, no, I totally relate to that. <laughs> it is hard to wear all of the hats for sure. Um, and it's, you can't do everything every day. So you kind of have to pick and choose, you know, what you're going to do every day. Cause it just can't all happen. Exactly. You got to figure it out. You got to learn how to schedule. There were days where, um, you know, I was doing everything all at once and stressing out, but I think now I've come to the realization that it'll get done tomorrow. And, and that's totally fine. I also yeah. wake up earlier earlier in the morning. And I think that's my most productive time. And I, I'm sure everyone who's listening, who's a business owner can learn um, from what I have to say and, and might say, oh yeah, we do that too. Or we're struggling with that too. And I hope to be that voice for them. Yeah. I love it. You're not I, alone. Oh, <laughs> yay. <laughs> I know waking up early seems to be kind of the key. I've been hiding my phone from myself okay, because the minute I start I pick up my phone, my thumb just goes to TikTok. <laughs> okay. And then like so much time passes that I'm like, oh yes. crap. I this was really a waste of time. Um, you know, that's fun to do later, but in the morning when I'm when my mind is like fresh and sharp, I gotta focus on stuff. Yep. After you take the dogs for a walk, right? Yes. Well, <laughs> although now like you and I live in the same kind of climate, um, it's kind of cold in the morning. So I've been waiting and walking them at lunchtime. <laughs> oh man. Nice. That's good. Yeah. And now it's sunny outside, so it's good, but I'm there in my winter coat with Benny at six o'clock in the morning. <laughs> More power to you. Yeah. <laughs> miserable, but we get it done. <laughs> well, so mm -hmm. speaking of like our climate, you know, it's like we both live in the like Northeast Midwest kind of area. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, although it is still warm out and it's, it's not freezing yet. So there are technically probably still mosquitoes around. Um, it's probably not on most people's minds, but have you found that your business is seasonal or is there enough people in the South that have mosquitoes all the time? Um, what's, what have you found? Yeah. So our product is seasonal regionally. It's not seasonal nationally um, or more in the, in the South. 
And um, like I said, the the main way where we sell is is on online sales. And right now, with being a new business, we actually want to keep our focus regionally instead of nationally um, for a number of reasons, shipping be- being a huge reason and the cost of shipping. Um, but yeah, because yeah. you're shipping a heavy item also. Yes, exactly. And um, it's also a regulated item too. It's a pesticide. So there are certain restrictions with states with selling our product. So mm-hmm. sticking regionally, we want to figure everything out, get into as many stores locally as we can and um then move nationally but right now um stay regional which is seasonal um i think right now it's a blessing because i could you know focus on other things in the winter um that can help drive sales then in the spring and by january a lot of companies have already ordered their supplies for the spring so yeah it's a good time to network Yeah. I mean, I think it's kind of nice to have something that's sort of seasonal because you can kind of go with that flow of Mm -hmm. the cycle of the seasons and um, have busy times and then more like introspective times. Yes. And, and I think, you know, for any small business, like not going too far out of your reach is important. Like you want to figure it out on a smaller scale and then and then grow from there. Otherwise, it kind of gets hard to figure stuff out, you know? Yeah. Um, and make it a better process. Yeah. Start small today and then tomorrow be in every backyard in the country. <laughs> Yay! That's a goal. <laughs> Hashtag goals. <laughs> um, so kind of speaking of like looking forward, looking back, mm-hmm. I love to ask people what they know now that they wish they knew when they were getting started. Um, so do you have any thoughts on that? So I think back to when I got started, which wasn't that long ago, but it seems like forever ago because I've done so much during that time. Um, I would say that it is okay to fail. It's okay to mess up. Um, I don't have a PhD or an MBA, you know, like I, I am learning as I go. And I wish, um, you know, when I got started, I was, I was just hard on myself. I feel like um, maybe that was because I got laid off from my job and I had more pressure on myself. But yeah, I just feel like it's, it's okay. It'll, It'll be okay. And and that's something that I've learned. And unfortunately, you need that struggle period to then grow more as a person. Um, so yeah, that's what I would say. I, that's great advice. I mean, if you're not failing a little bit, then you're not really getting out of your comfort zone. Like you're not doing anything risky and different. Um, exactly. And you need those risks in order to grow. Yeah. And actually, so we started our business in Pennsylvania, in Allentown, Pennsylvania. And I never dreamed of, I'm from Ohio and I never dreamed of moving back to Ohio, but, you know, moving, starting the business and going upwards and then moving and kind of restarting like this whole transition and creating a new network here. It's just like been so difficult, but empowering at the same time. And that's well, something I never dreamed of when we started. <laughs> and and it, it must be kind of neat because now you have um, 
such a clear thing to say, like, this is what I do. This is what I make. Um, and it's something tangible that people can certainly understand because everyone hates mosquitoes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, so it's probably kind of cool to, to build new networks and new connections when you can just like tell people what you do and they instantly get it. Yeah, definitely. That's, that's like really cool is to have this like tangible product that people can buy and use and it solves a problem. It creates like a better, like enjoyment of the outdoors, which is our main goal is for people to get outside and not be bothered by mosquitoes. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you can have more fun just being outside. You can have friends over, you can Mm -hmm. create memories, you can eat dinner outside. Like there's so many benefits. Exactly. Yep. So of course the company is called Benisafe and that is because your dog is named Benny and you want to keep him safe. (laughs) Uh, So tell us a little bit about your dog um, and how Benny came into your life. Yeah. So um, if anybody is out there who's listening, who buys a product on the back of our product, we have a picture of Benny and he is our chief snuggle officer, CSO. Um, <laughs> really cute. He he came to us from Puerto Rico. Actually, there was a rescue that takes dogs from the streets. That It's called um, Mercy for Satos and Satos means street dog. And they take these puppies and dogs from the streets of Puerto Rico and they actually fly them in carry on to Florida. And then there are these awesome volunteers that pick up these dogs from Florida. And at that time, they were driving them to New Jersey, which was right next to where we lived. So we got Benny um, through this amazing organization and we've been in touch with them. Our business is actually an impact driven business and we do have a component where we um, raise funds for this specific organization because how much because of how much they've impacted our lives, you know, by having by giving us Benny. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, you might he, not be doing any of this without him. Yes, I know. <laughs> like I always tell him, like when he acts up, I'm like, Benny, you're the face of the company. Come on. <laughs> no, but yeah, Benny has really changed our lives, and I always thank them for you know giving us him and. Like, it's just like dogs have a way of, of doing that. Our, our last dog did too. And yeah. And, and Benny definitely has too. And with everyone he meets, like he's just a lover um, of all dogs, all people. And yeah, it's, it's fantastic having him around. Do you know how old he is? He's two years old. He was rescued with his siblings when they were just like little nuggets. They were literally like so small. They have all the videos and the photos of them. So they were just a few days old so they can estimate their, their birthday and they're two years old now. So he's He's, kind of a pandemic puppy. Yes. It didn't like, we didn't plan it that way. It's just our, our last dog passed away um, during the pandemic, unfortunately. And, and we were like, we need another little scruffy dog in the house and we had to rescue because that's what our last dog was too. Yeah. Nice. Well, Mm -hmm. it seems like he Sounds like he had big shoes to fill, but um, that that he's a wonderful dog. Yes, he is. Um, very proud dog mom. <laughs> I love it, um, and I love that he's on the on the back of every single bottle, so he's like really getting around the whole country. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's getting out there. Um, yeah, I don't think people put the two together, you know, Benny Benesafe, but um, 
you know, we, we like to share that story because it's the reason why we started well, the business. It's such a great name. I, I think that like when I see when when you emailed me originally and I and I saw the name, it sounds like an established company. Like it sounds just like so trustworthy. It's such a good name. Oh, thank you. Yeah. That's so <laughs> nice. <laughs> So I, I mean, I was really surprised that you just started in 2021 because it just, it sounds like a name that's like, yeah, of course, Benisafe. It's always been there. <laughs> oh my gosh. Thank you. We are like officially a registered trademark and everything like that. Um, but yeah, I appreciate it. That's really kind of you to say. <laughs> yeah, of course. I hope um, to be like that, you know, established company. Someday. Yeah. I mean, off to a great start. <laughs> I got the right name. <laughs> yeah. Name check. <laughs> um, well, Esther, it's been such a delight talking to you. Thank you so much for telling us about your journey. And, um, you know, I think your product also is going to be making such a positive impact um, because, you know, these, these things that people are spraying now are really dangerous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tori, thanks so much for having me on the show. It was great chatting with you, and um, I look forward to keeping in touch. Before we go, tell everyone where can they go to learn more about your products? So what you can do is follow us on Instagram, Facebook. Um, Benisafe Solutions is our name. Um, and you can also w- visit our website if you're interested in purchasing our product or finding if it's um, in a local retailer by you, www.benesafe, that's B-E-N-E-S-A-F-E, solutions.com. And if you do have a retailer that you want to see our product in, please let us know our emails on our website and those come directly to me. So thank yeah. you. Awesome. Cool. Well, thanks again for, for being on the show and um, hopefully I can, I can order some and use it in the springtime and not have so many mosquito bites next year. Yay. That's the goal. <laughs> Tune in next Wednesday for a brand new solo episode. That's all about how to help your customers understand why they really need what you have to offer. What did you like most about this episode? Find me on Instagram at teamistic and let me know what intrigued you or what questions you have about starting or growing your own dog-inspired business. You can also screenshot this episode and tag me in your stories. I love to see who is listening out there. Some of the best conversations happen after the episode, right? So track me down over on Instagram or Join the Wear, Wag, Repeat Labs Facebook group to connect with other dog-obsessed entrepreneurs. And as always, you can find all the links and resources discussed in this episode at wearwagrepeat.com slash podcast. See you back here next week.